It's time for another episode of Dental Soundbites. This is Dr. Bill Griffin, the Vice President for Dental Ministries with the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. And I'm glad for this opportunity to introduce you to a CMDA ministry that will likely be new to almost all of our listeners. For the past 40 years, CMDA has been involved in providing continuing education for medical and dental missionaries around the world. Our guest today, Dr. Bruce Templeton, is a diplomat of the American Board of Oral and Maxillofacial Surgery. He's been a key player for the past several years in putting together the faculty for these CMDE conferences. Bruce received his dental training at the University of Manitoba, Canada. He worked as a general dentist in Canada's far north, serving the Inuit people prior to his oral and maxillofacial surgery training at the University of Minnesota. He then served as an oral and maxillofacial surgeon and chief of dentistry at the Veterans Affairs Medical Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Over the years, he served as president of the Minnesota Society of Oral and Maxillofacial Surgeons and president of the Minnesota Dental Association, as well as the Minneapolis District Dental Society. Currently, he holds the rank of clinical professor at the University of Minnesota School of Dentistry. Bruce is married to Laura Gale, and they are blessed with three children and four grandchildren. Join me as we learn more about how he has served the Lord throughout his dental career. So Bruce, thank you for joining me and our CDA members today on Dental Soundbites. My privilege to be here and just to really enjoy uh, being able to be together with you. Now, my guess is that a majority of our members are probably not aware of a tremendous conference which happens annually, the CMDE Conference. Share with our listeners what CMDE stands for and what this conference is all about. Oh, sure. Uh, Continuing Medical and Dental Education. For over 40 years now, the CMDE has been giving continued education and a chance for missionary physician and dentists to get together and have accredited continuing education so they can keep their licenses up, but as well to have a time to get together with other missionaries and faculty from North America who uh, come and encourage them and encourage each other we all gain from this process. So for over 40 years, we've been giving continuing education for physicians and dentists, and it's all accredited through the, for us as dentists, through the ADA SERP program, so it's um, uh, rigorously controlled. And coincidentally, I was just having lunch before we started this uh, interview with Dr. Mike Chupp, our CEO, and he mentioned that during his time serving in Kenya, approximately 20 years, he was at this conference just about every year and, and spoke strongly of what a great blessing it was for him and for his family. Now, I understand that this conference is held in a couple different locations around the world. How do you determine where to hold it? What do you look for in a location that would make it good for a conference like this? Well, uh, that's a very good question because uh, people might want to know that we have one conference in Greece and the next year it's in Thailand. Mm -hmm. And the reason we chose these venues was, quite frankly, we outgrew the venue in Africa and we needed to have a a large enough venue where the African and uh, European area 
missionaries could easily come to. That's a good problem. <laughs> it's a good problem. We've it's just been growing so large that we need a space for everyone to be. And because the conference has family members involved, and this is really important, mm -hmm. it's for the f family members can come, they can have a time away, a time to collaborate and refresh and be renewed. We want to pick a nice place that people can come to with their families mm -hmm. and stay for the full two weeks. Right, so even though the, the primary initial purpose in creating this conference was the need for continuing education for missionaries around the world. Clearly, uh, there's been a lot of fun in, in the process. Certainly, it's been important that we really have the continuing education, and everyone might think, well, you can always get continuing education uh, virtually now, but it's not just about continuing education. It's about the one-on-one -on -one camaraderie that, we, that people get, the refreshment that they get, the time to speak with other missionaries and faculty, and we all collaborate. We all get so much out of this meeting. Who are some of the dentists that have presented courses over the years to help make this event such a blessing to, to missionaries around the world? Well, uh, we have uh, many. And, you know, come to mind, my real mentor is Van Haywood. And Van Haywood, you'll all know as dentists, who's our uh, basically our father of uh, whitening and uh, excellent, outstanding restorative dentistry yes. from Georgia. And uh, Van's been there. We have uh, we have had a number of people from Mayo Clinic, for example, Alan Carr, uh, prosthodontist. I think fondly of times with Dick Topazian, mm -hmm. who um, is uh, um, uh, in, us in the oral, we in the oral surgery world just think very highly of uh, all the things that uh, Dr. Topazian did for us. Don Tyndall, University of North Carolina, yes. radiology, mm -hmm. uh, just a fantastic. Uh, Person. Joel Michelson is an oral surgeon from Rochester, Minnesota, who got me first involved with this program mm. and uh, just uh, outstanding. Colin Sanford lectured for years, Larry Parworth, another oral surgeon, uh, Mike McCracken from uh, University of Alabama, mm -hmm. just outstanding. We have so many people I could go on and take probably our half hour up with uh, <laughs> Jeff Amstutz, uh, mm -hmm. Tim Bartholomew. We've just had so many great people and physicians and dentists speak to us because here's here's the important part. It's a conference where you have different tracks. We have a dental track, internal medicine track, family medicine, community health, and surgery. And you're you're entitled to go to whatever continued education meeting you want, but we also invite the physicians to speak with us. For mm -hmm. instance, about infectious disease, we want to learn more. So it's a good time to cross-pollinate. You mentioned the names of a number of dentists that I know but did not realize were involved with this conference. Thank you for that good information. So now, how did you first become involved in these conferences? Well, it was through Joel Michelson. Joel I've known from Minnesota for many years, and he's an oral surgeon in Rochester. And he approached me and said, would you like to be involved in this? And And the next thing I knew, I was engaged and enjoying it so very much. I used to do mission trips as an oral surgeon operating a lot. But with uh, spine issues, uh, I had to slow down my operating schedule on these trips. And I have absolutely engaged and, been, and enjoyed so much sharing didactically and in person with the dentists that come to the program. So with the tremendous growth that's occurred with this conference over the years, even to the point of having to find different sites that could accommodate more people, 
Why do you believe this conference has become such a powerful event for missionaries around the world? People return every year. The children are there. The spouses are there. Their spouse programs, children's programs. They become so close and su such good friends and colleagues that people need this refreshment. It can be very lonely as a missionary in some countries. And we even have some, we're very careful on our security. We have closed countries that we have people come from. And we're careful on our documentation and everything that we do. So we protect everyone. It's a safe place to be. On site, we have great security and care for our people. It's just a wonderful respite for people to come but it's the coming back and seeing people year after year that has been very special. And, you know, it, it almost becomes that people, we call it continuing medical dental education. Continuing medical dental education, sometimes I like to think of it as and the collegiality and the ability to get together and refresh and worship together. Well, when you start out with the common callings that they all have in Christ and also that common calling that they all have to serve him through health care. That just seems like the ingredients for tremendous friendships that can be renewed year after year. Oh, they are. In fact, I think friendships for life. And um, I so enjoy seeing my colleagues, my missionary colleagues there. Now, Bruce, there are likely dentists listening to this podcast who would have an interest in perhaps getting involved with a future conference. Does a dentist need to be a, a seasoned educator to give a talk at one of these events? No, not at all, really. Think of it this way, and this is what really encourages me. How many dentists are there per physician? In other words, <laughs> there are not many of us out there. There are not many academic uh, dentists that have the ability to go. So I encourage people who have an interest, a certain skill that they have, something that they that want to share, they, we can mentor them and help them with the education. We can help with the accreditation documents. And then these people, in fact, become engaged in, and so much enjoy it. So you can be a restorative dentist that has some great skills over the years. We have wonderful dentists in our country that lecture for Dawson, Pankey, Spear, all, all these places that aren't necessarily academics, but really know their dentistry and can help us. And my guess is that the learning occurs in both directions at these conferences. Absolutely. In fact, uh, first time you come, you uh, think, well, I've got all this information, and then you find yourself modifying your lectures to say, oh, I've got to give them this for what they need and mm -hmm. how they need it. I worked in the Arctic for a few years as a general dentist first, so I had a, a good feel for remote dentistry <laughs> and the things that we have to do and how few dentists we are. I want to encourage these dentists. You might note that there are you know, we get sometimes 20 dentists at the at the meeting. So when you have 20 dentists and faculty, you have a lot of one-on-one -on -one teaching, which has been great. Bring your cases. Let us help you. Let's work together. Well, for a dentist who's listening, who's contemplating getting involved in one of these conferences, what would you want a prospective dental speaker to know regarding their possible involvement in a future conference? Well, I think that uh, the first thing to know is, well, how big are these lectures that I have to give if mm -hmm. you're not a seasoned lecturer? Really understand that each session is 35 minutes with another 10 minutes for question and answers. And that's not onerous. That's not difficult to come up with a nice talk for someone. In fact, it works out very well because then we have time to discuss. We have time to 
talk about individual cases that people have. And I think that with uh, the tools that we have nowadays, we bring all our lectures on uh, flash drives. We help people get this all everything done. So you just have to have something that you're interested in and you want to teach to others. We have a statement of faith, of course, for everybody that, that would come. And that's important, a very similar statement of faith to the CMDA statement of faith. Mm -hmm. But our core value is really Christ-like. We're controlled by the Holy Spirit. We're committed to Scripture. We're communing in prayer. We're compassionate. We're competent, we hope, and courageous and culturally relevant. And we really want to live this out for people as we share with them and they share with us. Well, what a tremendous ministry. And I'm so glad that many of our members are going to be able to understand more what goes on and contemplate getting involved. Now, speaking about future conferences, when is the next CMDE conference, and how can our listeners learn more about getting involved? The next conference is next February, the 2023, in Chiang Mai, Thailand, Northern Thailand, the 4th to the 16th. They can learn more by contacting me uh, through, uh, I have uh, contact information on CMDA or my email address, which I can leave with you, we can put on this um, as well. I'm happy to do that. We're careful about having a website presence for around the world, but we we'd work closely with CMDA and correspondence can be done very well. I want to remind people also there's a, an interesting part. Students, residents, and fellows can become academic assistants they help with the rooms, they help with the technology, and they're given a stipend to cover hopefully the airfare and the room and board. Mm -hmm. So that's been an important part. And in fact, it's always very much uh, uh, sought after for students, residents on the medical side. Students in dentistry, as you know, have a more difficult time with, their, with getting away from school. Mm -hmm. But we have some, and it's been a real joy to see them advance and actually become faculty after. What a tremendous opportunity. Now, Bruce, I understand that you are currently serving as a professor at the University of Minnesota School of Dentistry. Tell us about that. Do you enjoy that position? Well, you know, I've been teaching uh, dentists for many years. I started as a general dentist up at the University of Manitoba. Mm -hmm. Then I, uh, after I came to oral surgery, I've always taught. I've always taught. But then I took on the job at the VA in Minneapolis to teach uh, GPRs, general practice residents, and oral surgery residents. And I've had just the most wonderful career doing this. And it has just been a joy to serve in that way. I've been involved with continuing education at the University of Minnesota for many years. And as I'm winding down now, I'm looking for more people to take up the, the cause and, and be involved. It's just a wonderful way to give back. Well, I actually had a chance to do a lunch and learn up at the University of Minnesota School of Dentistry shortly before COVID, and I met some wonderful students at the University of Minnesota who have since graduated and take the call of Christ very seriously in their dental careers. So I wouldn't be surprised if some of those that you have taught have an opportunity to fill in some of the things that you've been doing for many years. That's wonderful, and we just get excited about this, and it doesn't take many of us, but just to keep it going and to keep this um, ministry that we have thriving. Bruce, is there anything else you'd like to mention that I haven't asked about up until now? Well, something that I, I, uh, I've noticed that we had trouble during COVID on, uh, we couldn't meet, but we learned how to become quite good with virtual lectures. Even though a huge part of our program, of course, is getting together with people, 
those people that feel they can't travel for different reasons, I'm encouraging them to contact me and be involved. They could give a recorded lecture and we could um, help uh, facilitate that for people just to get some continued education for those slots that we may have difficulty filling. I hope that makes sense. That's a great thought. I, I would certainly rather be there in person, but if I couldn't be, it's nice to know that there's a remote possibility there as well. Yes, we, we, we want the in-person, of course, primarily, but sometimes with our small cadre of colleagues, it's been a good thing to be able to offer, and we've become quite good at that. Well, thank you, Bruce, for being with us today and for giving us one more reason to be grateful for how the Lord is working through CMDA to minister to healthcare professionals around the world. Well, thank you very much. And we appreciate everyone's prayers for our medical and dental missionaries and the CMDA and the CMDE Commission. Although I was aware of the annual CMDE conference prior to today's podcast, what Bruce has shared has given me a much better appreciation for how the Lord has blessed many through this event over the past 40 years. If you'd like to learn more about how you can be involved in an upcoming conference, email Bruce at drrbtempleton at outlook.com. Or you're welcome to just email me at bill.griffin at cmda.org, and I can put you in touch with Dr. Templeton. CMDA's national convention is coming up soon, and I've never been more excited about our dental track than I am this year. Our lineup includes Dr. Whit Wilkerson speaking on how we as dentists can minister to the medical needs of our patients in ways that go beyond the capacity of their physicians. We'll also hear from Dr. Ryan Lee regarding how to best care for the dental needs of our patients undergoing cancer treatment. Dr. Van Haywood, the world-recognized expert in tooth whitening, will give us a timely update regarding what works the best. Dr. Malika Johnson, our West Regional Dental Coordinator, will share with us how to best care for special needs patients. Dr. Steve Sartori, a physician and member of CMDA's coaching team, will share with us valuable information regarding how we can deal with anxiety in dentistry, both ours and that of our patients. And Dr. Mike Roberts from San Antonio, a veteran of many domestic and international mission trips, will share what he's learned through his experiences. To have all of these amazing speakers in one place will be a real treat. But wait, there's more. Our plenary speakers will include Dr. Jerome Adams, former Surgeon General of the United States, Dr. Daryl Bach from Dallas Theological Seminary, Professor Robert George from Princeton University, Richard Stearns, the former president of World Vision, Dr. Catherine Butler, a physician in the Boston area who led two wonderful episodes of CMDA's Faith Prescriptions Program, and more. And did I mention that we also have a tremendous group of speakers specifically for medical and dental students? If you're within 3,000 miles of the Cincinnati area, make plans to join me for this year's CMDA National Convention from April 27th to 30th, 2023. Finally, let me mention the CMDA Practice Leadership Conference to be held from February 25th to March 4th, 2023 in Beaver Creek, Colorado. 
Each morning before the slopes open, we will tackle an episode of the Faith Prescriptions video series. And each evening we'll consider how to grow in our ability to lead our practices in a Christ-honoring way. There's still space available. Learn more at cmda.org events. In closing, I want to thank you for your partnership in the ministry of CMDA. I encourage you with the words of the Apostle Paul from his letter to the Romans, chapter 12, verse 12, where he says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Until next time, God bless. This podcast has been a production of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. The opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are not necessarily endorsed by the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. CMDA is a nonpartisan organization that does not endorse political parties or candidates for public office. The views expressed on this podcast reflect judgments regarding principles and values held by CMDA and its members and are not intended to imply endorsement of any political party or candidate.